I'm Sean. And I'm Mike. And you're listening to Sean and Mike Take a Hike. Welcome to another episode of uh, Sean and Mike Take a Hike. What are we going to be uh, talking about today, Sean? Uh, I think today let's talk about escape routes. Uh, escape routes, evacuation routes, uh, the... I need help. <laughs> yes, I need help, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Which, I mean, when we, you and I first started doing this, I kind of thought it was funny or like we were overreacting with... Um, planning an escape route but we've used it so we have so when it when we first started we've we've mentioned in the past that we went up to the porcupine mountains the route we decided to take i guess what we can say we went we started at lake of the or mirror lake no like lake, lake of the clouds, of the clouds. Yep. lake of the clouds then we walked down we did the long, I know there's the Mirror Lake Trail that we could have taken to get to Mirror Lake, but we went around, I want to say it was the Little Beaver Trail, like Escarpment and then Little Beaver, something like that. We we ended up going like 12 miles or 8 miles, so I forget how long it was. But we did a longer route rather than the two and a half or whatever it would have been. And then that was the the first full day. Second full day, we ended up going up to Governor's uh, Peak and then the next day on our way out, we went back to Lake of the Clouds to get to our truck. Well, knowing that there was that mid-mark, that little two-and-a-half-mile trail to get back to Lake of the Clouds and the parking lot, we kind of used that as that is our first full day. We might really hate this or um, I can't do it anymore. Right. Uh, so, <laughs> something, you, you know, we use that as a we'll judge it off of our first day if we need to bail that's our bail point. We'll have a discussion that night. Like, are we going to keep going? Because if we keep going, then we're in the middle of the porcupine mountains and there's no more escape route, but we use that as a, we know that we can get out of this fairly easy if we need to, if we've bitten off more than we can chew. I know, which was funny. Cause like, do you remember like when we first started, remember we would pack our bags and go for like day hikes just to try mm-hmm. it out. So we were pretty confident that we were going to be okay doing that distance because we had gone on just, right. you know. No, you know what we even did? Remember, I put a weighted blanket in mine because I didn't even have all the stuff to pack it. So yeah. I was feeling well, like <laughs> and I, and I, I, had, I started training with, uh, I bought a 20-pound uh, weighted vest, like a training vest. Yes. Um, like for the gym, like people go running with these things or whatever. And I mean, okay, half the weight's on your front, half the weight's on your back, but you're still getting your legs used to walking with more weight than what you weigh. Right. So, and it it was 20 pounds. So I threw that into my pack on top of other stuff. Like, right. We, our our day hikes were. So we had done like practice hikes and we were pretty confident that we were going to be able to do the distances that we had laid out for us. But even with that, we were like, you know, okay, so we're out here in the woods. This is our first, like, real-time, multi-day trip. Right. I mean, A, we might hate it, because we didn't even know for sure we were going to like it still at that point. Right. So we're like, okay, well, well let's let's plan this so that we know, like, okay, if we get to this spot on the first day, and if it just sucks and we hate it, well, here's a shortcut back to the truck that we could take and just, like, call it quits. 
Right. And luckily, we did not need to use that, that trip. Yep. But I am happy that we had that option. Yes, I'm, absolutely. I'm, I'm happy that we planned ahead. I'm happy that we took a map, um, which we'll have a whole separate <laughs> episode on maps because maps <laughs> in and of themselves are just a whole different beast. But um, I'm glad we had that to know, like, okay, this is where we're supposed to be, and this is how we could get out yep. if we need to. Or worst case scenario, even in the middle of the day that first day, there were spots that we got to that it was like, okay, we're halfway through the first day, we could turn here and go back towards a road if we needed to, to get out of the right. woods. Um, so that, I mean, I, I feel like that was a really good idea. We didn't use it that trip, but I still really feel like that that was a good idea. Yeah. I, I still feel like if it's possible to have that, then have it. Um, th- you know, pictured rocks, you're going end to end. We purposely in the Porkies, we did a loop because we didn't have a way to get back to a tra- uh, Well, there probably are shuttles or trail angels or things like that. Another episode, of course, but um, there there probably are. But we just planned it where we got a parking lot here. We found a loop that we could do that was the mileage we wanted. So that that's how we planned that trip, and then we ended up. It just had to have. There ended up having this this trail that was kind of the midway point, and or at the end of one night, and just if we need to get out of there, we can get out of there. Like yeah. if somebody twisted an ankle or whatever, right. we drop the pack. One of you know we drop the packs. One of us gets back to the truck, gets help. You know whatever. Well, and so, it was all brand new gear. Like most of the gear, right? We had never used before. You know, yeah. we're like it was total. Realistically, we should have done a single night overnight one before we got to that point. But oh, hindsight, absolutely, we should have. <laughs> That's what we mentioned on one of our previous episodes. Was like the first time you use your gear, it should be in your backyard or like a couple of miles from your house, and you you hike a mile or two, set it all up, use it, make sure it all works. I think we tested the <laughs> stove. Didn't we test the stove one we time? We tested the stove. At a glamping trip, we yeah. tested the stove and tested how to like how it actually turned out to make the the one of our meals or whatever you know. So it uh, we did test that out, but that was that was all we we really tested. Right, right. So so yeah, so that trip you know went fine. We didn't need a escape route for that one. Um, but as a matter of habit, since that trip. We have always, every yeah. time we go, it's like, okay, what, what is the escape route if we need it? You yeah. know, what if, what if somebody twists an ankle? What if we just can't do it? What if, you know, whatever. So every trip we have taken since then, one of the things that we have planned is, okay, what's worst case scenario? Where do we get back to civilization if we need it? And Mike and I always talk about like, okay, worst worst case scenario, one of us can stay there with the packs while the other one, you know, makes it into town or makes it out to a road or, you know, whatever the case yep. may be. Like one of us could stay put with the packs and lighten the load for somebody else that is actually going to go. I don't want to say go get help because it's not even necessarily that you need help. It's just like if you're if you need to bail because you're you're too exhausted or whatever like you don't necessarily need help for that but you need to get back to civilization so yeah well yeah you might not even need to get to civilization you might just need to find that one spot along the trail somewhere that has cell signal well right 
you know, like every once in a while in the Porkies, not well, yeah, in the Porkies, we would dip into cell signal. I have no idea how, but we would dip into cell signal somewhere. And then all of a sudden on a long pictured rocks, we would end up with cell signal uh, every once in a while too. So, yeah, I know. You, Which you they, dip in those little. They say right in everything you read about pictured rocks, like do not count on cell phone signal here because right. you're in the middle of nowhere and there is no cell phone signal. But we'd be walking along, and then all of a sudden, one of our phones would ding with a message or something, and be like, "Oh, I guess we have signal right here." So, right, right. you know, it's so, like not that I mean, so we, you, can't, you kind of get out in the woods to get away from all that, but you know, sometimes it is nice to just be able to check in with loved ones and be like, "Yep, I'm still alive. I haven't died yet." And, Right, I didn't fall off the cliff. Exactly. So, you know, you you take the opportunity (laughs) when it presents itself sometimes to communicate with people. But that does lead into... I was just going to say, speaking of pictured rocks and cell signal and all that kind of stuff, that leads us into last year, our second three-night trip. We didn't necessarily have an evacuation route planned, per se. Right. But it really solidified the need that going forward, we're going to make sure we have something or some kind of a plan. Like we can get to this road, find, you know, maybe, you know, find somebody that's driving or we can get to a town or get to, well, we're going to try to plan as much as we can. I really don't want to say we're going to hitchhike into town because I really don't know if that's the safest thing to do. No, it's for sure um, not the safest thing to do. According but, to the multiple murder podcasts that I listen to, right. hitchhiking is not the way to go. So, but you know, at least you get to a road, all roads will lead to a town at some point right. somehow. So you get to a road, you walk along that and a road is typically going to be easier terrain than a trail. Correct. So yeah, that's my thought that's, too. That's what, you know, we're, we're going to, our, our trip next year, I don't know that we'll necessarily have a town nearby, but we'll be able to, I mean, we've got to research and we got to look into it. We really haven't even started the full planning of it yet, but getting ahead of ourselves, all, um, we, we were in pictured rocks last year as we were this year too, but we started it last year and first day in, we hiked about four and a half, five miles. Yep. Got to camp, set up camp. Everything was great. You know, we got to camp at a decent hour. We got to look at the lake, got to get water, get our dinner, get everything going. Everything's a normal night. Had a few uh, nips off of a pint or the whole pint. Um, And, you know, went to bed. Everything's fine. Wake up in the morning, start doing our normal stuff. And then it decided it needed to be... I don't know, damn near 90 or above 90 degrees. It was above 90 at the peak of the day. Yeah. And the only breeze we got was like when the trail was right at the cliff's edge. And then you'd tuck back into the woods and then again, you're back to 90 degrees, 90% humidity. Yeah. We were just dying. We could not drink enough water. We both ran out of water, even with refilling. We ran Um, out of water multiple times. Yeah. It was like you just could so, not get enough water. And we both had a Camelback, or I'm, they're not Camelback brand, but a, a water bladder in our yeah. pack and water bottles. And we were filling mm-hmm. both of those up and still running out of water. It yeah. was hot and miserable and way harder than we had planned on it being. Where, yeah. How far were we even supposed to go that day? Like 10, we, 10 I and think, a half miles? I think we were going to 10 and a half or 11 miles. Yeah. 
which realistically, uh, we no, had... actually, I think we were going 12 because we got to the nine mile mark and that's when we, was it, it was the nine mile mark. I'm pretty it sure that been. we ended up deciding like we had three more miles to get to our campsite. Yep. And then the next day we were going to have to go another 11 nine or 11 nine yeah. or whatever. And we were already like, I can't, I don't know if I, I can't do today. I don't know if I can do tomorrow. We, we had it in our mindset that we couldn't, like yeah. that was one of our things. Um, I don't know if we, if, if the mindset would have turned things around or not. I mean, I'm not in that situation or in that mindset anymore, but we, we got to this point where we were just dragging ass. Like yeah. we were, you know, we're, we're typically, a. a almost three mile an hour like we're about 22 mile uh mile minute we're like a 22 we're, minute mile yeah we're like a three mile an hour yeah like pretty consistent three mile an hour yeah and we were down to maybe like a mile mile and a half an hour yeah like we were just dragging ass we were dead i wouldn't necessarily say i was sore i was just out of breath could not could not just just had no energy, could not find the, the oomph or anything to keep going. Yeah. And I don't, so I don't we remember up, being sore. I don't remember no. being, it was just way more up and down and up and down, getting over these different rock formations and the different things like that, than, than not necessarily than what I was expecting, but in those conditions, yeah. I think it was a little bit more than what I had trained for or could yeah. handle. I don't know. Yep. Yeah. And we were still in the habit of packing too much clothes, right? And, you know, all that kind of stuff too. So, so yeah. So, like Mike said, we get to like this nine mile point, and um, we both kind of look at each other, and we had been dragging ass for half the day at that point. Yeah. And it was like, okay, looking at the map, looking at where we are, looking at where we need to go, and then I asked you, I think, I'm like, okay, realistically do you think you can do this again for two more days with how you're feeling right now? <laughs> right. I knew my answer. My answer was no. But if you had said, yeah, I can still do it. I don't know what I would have said, but luckily you, <laughs> <laughs> luckily you said, yeah, I don't, I don't know if I can keep going. So we made the decision at that point, because there was a fork in the trail where you could, continue on or you could turn and head back south and get to a uh it's a federal campground there i think like a drive-in federal campground yeah i think it was federal it was a drive-in rustic uh yeah like people were taking their campers but they like there wasn't electricity i don't think no i don't think so like anything so yeah so we're like okay Well, well let's let's turn here let's go up to this campground and, you know, we'll see if we've got cell phone signal or we'll see what the options are and, and we'll figure it out from there. So we get to right. this campsite or campground and miraculously had like one <laughs> bar of cell phone signal. Right. Well, I mean, I'll, I'll share the little funny story is that it, it started downpouring on us. Like, oh, that's uh, right. I forgot all about the rain. Yeah, we so we're sitting at this little fork in the road. It says the campground's a mile or a mile and a half uh, south, or you can continue on. Uh, 
you know, on your merry way uh, east, and it's going to be, we knew it was going to be at least three miles. The maps and the markers are never 100% accurate. It was probably closer to four, but um, it was three miles at least to get to our campsite. So we're like, okay, if we get to this campground and everything's all booked up, we either have to hike back a mile, find a place that we can just set up camp, or we, we're going to end up doing five miles to get the, to the three miles to right. get to our campsite. Right. So it, it was a it was a gamble, and but it, at the same time, if we weren't really wanting to go that three miles, we were just going to set up camp in the middle of the uh, uh, of the forest anyway, or the woods. So we make it to this campground and we're just walking along we're like okay there's some empty sites it's a it it was a saturday night at that point we're like if it's this late on a saturday they're probably vacant so we you know start setting our gear down and we found found another guy that had gotten dropped off and he's setting his tent up and had water in his tent because it downpoured on him i forgot about the rain while we're walking to the campground it just downpoured on us we tried to get our ponchos out and we at least covered our packs and whatnot but took a few breaks here and there but get to that campsite and your campground miraculously you had cell signal my phone didn't want to give me cell signal you ended up with cell signal so you found the the site for that the campground we were there and you called to see if we could book a site yep yeah i had i had enough Right. Well, I know. Remember, we there was when we got to the campground, there was like one of those wooden signboards or whatever mm, at the entrance, mm-hmm. and it says, That's "Right, That's you what know, it was. this is where you are, and here's a map of Michigan and all the things." And then it was like for reservations, contact this number yeah. or whatever. So I called well, yeah, the like number. Big signs, no, no camping, absolutely no camping without a reservation. Right, like all this crap. <laughs> right. So I'm like, okay, well, I got a bar signal. Let me call this 800 number. So I had enough signal to get through. I talked to the lady, and she tells me, nope, every site is booked tonight. So it's like, okay, well, there goes that plan, because our plan had been just to pick an empty spot and then set up tent there. Um, But then she tells me that they're all booked. So it's like, okay, well, I'm not going to set up my tent and then have somebody come in after we've all set up or in the middle of the night and all the things. So, So then it's like, okay, well, that's not an option. So then... After that, what we ended up doing is, um, so this is not everywhere, but in Pictured Rock, there's actually a bus that will take you, it's specifically for hikers, um, and it'll take you from wherever you park your car and go drop you off at where you want to start hiking, and then you can hike back to your car. So I had had that number because that's how we had gotten dropped off in the first place was from this bus. So I call the bus people. Of course, it's after hours on a Saturday, which is not great. But turns out they have like an on-call, twenty-four-hour dispatcher dude. So I talked to the dispatcher dude, and I'm like, "Okay, this is where it says we are. Who do I need to beg to come pick us up to take us back to our vehicle?" <laughs> and he's right. like, "Well, the buses aren't running anymore tonight." Well, first he tells me. That can't be where you are because there's no cell signal there. Right. Yeah, that's the other thing. Is like they 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 argued with us where we're at because there's no cell signal there. They're like nobody gets cell signal there. There's no way you're at 
little uh, there was little beaver camp right. around. And I don't want to say he like, was arguing with me, but he was very well, much like right. you. You can't be where you say you are because there's no <laughs> cell phone signal there. I'm like, I don't know, dude. I'm standing right next to this big sign that says that this is where I am. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> so right. right. <laughs> He he was actually a super nice guy, but he's like, okay, well, there's nothing I can do about it tonight. Call back tomorrow morning when the actual office staff comes in, and if there's any room on any bus during the day, they will come and pick you up. So it's like, okay, so that's like hurdle number one. Then he tells me we'll be 35 bucks per person, cash only. Right. And Mike yeah. and I did not have the foresight to bring cash. Right. Well, I never have cash on me. I it's, never have cash either. I mean, I, I'm starting to now because I, there are places that are, are that I, I tend to go to that are taking their credit card machines out because of the fees and all that stuff. So yeah. whatever. They don't, they don't want to pass it on to me. I'll pay the fees, but whatever. Um, don't don't especially that amount like you know i'll carry 10 15 bucks right but like i'm not carrying you know 35 50 bucks or whatever at a time right just cash so the bonus lesson to having an escape plan this is a bonus lesson for you in this episode the bonus lesson is if you're going hiking take at least a little bit of cash with you because right (laughs) you might need it right um so anyway, so the guy comes, wound up being fine. We go out in the middle of the woods for the night, set up camp in the middle of the trail, yep. a mile away from camp. We kind of both said to each other, like, okay, we're not supposed to be here, but I guess worst case scenario, if the DNR or park ranger or whoever catches us out here, well, maybe they'll give <laughs> us just... a ride. <laughs> I didn't want to be here either. <laughs> right. <laughs> So, Wasn't supposed to be here. Didn't want to be here. Right. We're trying to leave. Right. We are es- trying. Escort us out. <laughs> we are. We are trying not to be here. Every much as bit as much as you don't want us here at this point. Right. So. So. Um. But having said that, we did not plan that evacuation route, but we did at least have a map with us, so we knew where that right. trail went, and we knew it went back to a campground, and we knew it went back towards a road. So. Right. That well, was... and the other, the other plan was, so when we got, like, we camped for the night. Sorry, I guess I, I cut you off. We're not even to the next morning, so go ahead. I was just going to. Well, no, I mean, that's that's basically the end of the story. And then the next morning rolls around, okay. and the bus comes and picks us up and takes us back. And Well, so, yeah, the bus comes and picks us up, yada, yada, yada. But we wake up in the morning, we tear the camp down, we go to the parking lot. They told us, don't go to the uh the campground go to the parking lot which is a half mile away which was actually closer than the campground so just a, a, a right on another trail rather than the left so we get to the the parking lot and we're like well crap we had cell signal at the campsite we don't know if we will have cell signal right and in the parking lot somehow i ended up with two bars and so i got a hold of the bus people and we're talking to them and they're like, it's cash only or you. And we are like, okay, well, can, is there an ATM nearby? Can the bus take us to an ATM? 
we're talking to the dispatcher, not the bus driver. So the bus, you know, they got to call the bus driver, figure all this out. I mean, mind you, we're just trying to get out of the woods at this point. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, Sean was about the, the closest town with the ATM that we were able to get to was eight miles. Yeah. And you were just going to leave me with the packs and you were going to take off and I was going to wait for the bus. Yeah. And, but they were like, the bus will be there in a half hour. And we're like, we can't walk eight miles in a half hour. Right. (laughs) I'm not the flash. So, and so we, we're like, can he get us to that or an ATM? We're going to Grammarai. Like, can we get to an ATM? We want to pay for this ride. We're not asking for a handout or freebie or whatever. We just, we just need to get out of here. We can run to the ATM, meet somewhere, whatever. The dude was nice enough. He said, yep, I've got some passengers. I've got to drop them off first, but then I'll get you where you need to be, and we'll get to the ATM and all that stuff. So, I mean, we tipped him very well. Yeah. He was an awesome guy. He He's an experienced hiker. He he knows the the needs of getting out of the woods and all that kind of stuff. So couldn't have, couldn't have worked out better in in the hindsight of we, we found cell signal where there shouldn't be cell signal found the nice guy that was willing to take us to any, I mean, he could have told us to pack sand if you don't right. have cash, you know, cash is king, you know, can't help you. I got, I got a route to do, you know, or whatever. Yeah. So, um, it worked out without having a plan, but like I said, I think going forward, we'll, we'll at least have a way to get to the road and, and all that kind of stuff. Right. Uh, and I remember we out. had even talked about like, okay, so this would, this would have been Sunday at that point. Our initial plan, we weren't supposed to finish hiking until Monday. Right. So we had said, okay, well, if this don't work out, we can stay. Well, we could either try to make it to the next campground and just finish the whole thing. Or the other thing that we had talked about is like, okay, well, if we can't catch this bus on Sunday and it is cash only, well, then we at least have an entire day to get to this ATM and back to this campground. And then we'll wait right. here for the bus on Monday. Right. Either make it, see if a reservation's open for a site at the campground for Sunday night or go back a mile out where we stayed before. Right. You know, it's, it, like there there was at least a plan to where we could get. Well, in Monday, we wouldn't even have had, if we had waited until Monday, they could have run our credit card over the phone. It was because it was the weekend. They weren't in the office. Right. So they couldn't run the credit card. So. Right. So there, there is that, but yeah, we, yeah. Yeah. I mean, all in all, it worked out. It it, worked out. All in all, it worked out, but we also (laughs) got lucky. We did not have a good, we did not have a good plan that time for what if things go wrong and things really go south. Cause we had just come off the previous year where everything went textbook good. Yeah. So we didn't plan. The last day on the first trip, I was dying on the way out. I mean, we mentioned it before. Like we we had the like the, those stairs to climb. Yeah. Like, it was just it was uphill both ways. No, we were <laughs> like, I, <laughs> we were we were for sure dying. Um, but but it was the, also the we last day. The it was like you we were getting was, to the truck. There's yeah. no clock that we're following. Like all we had to do was get to the truck that day, and even then. We had an option. We had an escape route for that last day. You just wouldn't let me take it. We There was the road <laughs> a mile away, <laughs> and you were like, no, we're not taking the road. We're taking the, we're taking the trail. 
So yeah. we could have had a significantly easier way to get back to the truck had we actually needed it. I stand by my decision. Now, I, I appreciate you making me finish. It was some of the gorgeous <laughs> views that we had seen on that entire trip. I'm glad we finished it, but there was an escape plan that last day. You just wouldn't let me invoke the escape plan. <laughs> no, no. Nope. But, no, I'm happy that nope. we didn't. But, yeah, I mean, so the lesson that Mike and I learned, like, we were, when we got pulled out of those woods on that bus, both of us had our tails tucked between our legs. We were feeling embarrassed that we didn't finish it. Um, yeah. It was a big hit to the ego. I mean, I don't want to speak for you, but for me, I oh, yeah, I no. really was like, man, what what is wrong with me? Like, why couldn't I finish that? But with the perspective of looking back on it, I stand by what we did. I think it was the right decision, yeah. even to this day. I'm not entirely yeah. sure we could have made the distances we would have needed to to get to our well, spots. Something I was going to say earlier is that when we were deciding, like you asked me if I could if I could finish it over the next couple of days. Part of my decision of saying no was that the conditions were supposed to be the exact same the next right. few days. We weren't we weren't getting humidity relief. We weren't getting temperature relief. Right. It was just a hot, hot August. For at that time, like this year, it didn't even get up to ninety degrees, barely at all. Oh, I know. You know, like so would have been a completely like it was perfect temperatures when we went up there this this year. I know I when we did it this year, it was like this is no big deal. What was our problem last year? Right. I, I really think last year we could have done it. Of course, also last year was when we decided we wanted to try our trekking poles. Well, I know. And that goes back to the previous episode or a couple episodes ago about <laughs> trekking poles. <laughs> Screw trekking poles, though, dude. Like, I'm still fired up about that. Uh, <laughs> that might have been... We maybe can pitch the whole thing on trekking poles and none of it on the humidity... I don't know. Fair. I, I just felt like I was using too much energy on my arms. I, and... I, yes. <laughs> we should have chucked those stupid trekking poles. I'm not a big fan of littering, so I'm, it's probably why I didn't do it. But we should have just chucked them trekking poles into the woods. <laughs> we ended up just carrying them for uh, the last little bit. Like, But first part of the day before it got real hot, we're just trucking right along with these trekking poles. And I'm like, I don't even know what these are for. Right. So, right. Uh, <laughs> stupid trekking poles. Yeah. Listen, listen to the trekking poles episode if you haven't listened to the trekking poles episode because I got questions. So, he's, he's, he's got, it starts off with strong feelings and ends up being strong questions. I, so. I he, clearly still have strong <laughs> feelings about trekking poles. I'm not going to get over it. Change my mind. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah, I I agree. I I just they're not for me, but like they're obviously for somebody. I mean, we're getting back into it, but they're obviously for somebody. If you use them, great, more power to you. Um, that's just that's where we will differ. But so then (laughs) back to what we're actually talking about, though, is these escape paths or escape plans. At least we had an escape plan this year when we went back up. So so our egos were hurt last year. We didn't finish it, so this year when we went on our multi-day trip, we wanted to go back up and finish what we started last year, so we got dropped back off at the exact same spot that we left off on last year and finished what we started, and 
the, the bad thing with the Porkies is there's not really great escape routes, but we did plan like, okay, we're going to be hiking through this day use area. We're going to be hiking past this road. Like these are the spots we well, could bail you, if you we want. You just said the Porkies. Oh, sorry, sorry. Pictured yeah. rocks. Pictured sorry. rocks. Thank yeah. you. I'm like, yeah, sorry. <laughs> pictured, pictured rocks. Yeah. So <laughs> there's not great escape routes in pictured rocks, but there are some right. that get you back to somewhat civilization. And lesson learned from last year is this year we at least carried cash in the event that we freaking right. needed to call the bus. So that we didn't have to have that extra layer of what are we going to do. Yep. At least we had cash this time. So, yep. um, you know, as much as possible, I do recommend, especially for the amateur hiker, which is what we're... Is us. I mean, that's us and that's who yeah. we're talking to, right? Like, you're listening to this because we're amateurs and you're amateurs. Take some cash with you. Like, that was yep. the big lesson that I took away last year was... Well, for one, the first lesson was know your body and know when you've had enough. Like, and I'm yeah. glad I am glad yeah. oh, both yeah. of us listened to ourselves with that. Mm-hmm. And yep. then, secondary lesson is carry some cash. Cause yeah, that was a whole layer of stress that we really didn't need to have had we just had some cash on us. Yep, and just you know, living in civilization where credit card is accepted ninety five percent of the locations you visit, probably even higher than ninety five percent. Going up to an area where on a weekend because the office is closed they and they don't have a a square or whatever with the on call person right or on the bus because and they don't have it on the bus because the bus don't get cell signal ninety percent of right. the time they, where they're going so it's it's just yeah. We just did not think that cash was necessary, and I didn't really feel like losing cash on the trail. Like, Honestly, there's always that chance where you just drop or whatever. Like, it's in my pack. Like, my wallet, everything just stays in my pack. But I don't know. There, I just felt like there was a chance I was going to lose cash or whatever. Honestly, cash didn't even cross my mind. Like, I just don't yeah. carry cash in my daily life. No. Um, which, you know, this is not a political podcast, so we can get into the whole. Cash is king and all that sort of stuff. Do you want to start a political podcast? It sounds like you do. It it sounds like it, doesn't it? I know. I really don't. But, like, you know, like, I get all the arguments, whatever, I should carry cash. You could tell me I should carry cash daily anyway. But, and realistically, I probably should. But I don't normally. In my daily life, I don't carry cash. Didn't even cross my mind that I was going to need cash in the middle of the forest. You know what I mean? Like, just wasn't a thing that I thought about. Well, now I'm certainly going to think about it every time. And so I'm passing that tidbit on to anybody that might be listening is wherever you're at, take a little bit of cash with you. I'm not saying take hundreds and hundreds of dollars, but take enough to maybe get yourself out of a jam if you need to. I would, I mean, just off of our experience and we were only, I mean, realistically, the bus needed to take us. (sighs) By road, it was, I don't know, it was 15 miles or whatever but that 15 miles took a half hour or whatever because yeah. all the winding turns and yeah. all that stuff so and then like when we were at the campground you were walking around trying to get people to just asking anybody like you know this is our situation blah 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 like we're parked at grand marais visitor center you know it's almost dark it's dinner time people are cooking some delicious smelling meals <laughs> you know, well, there like, was one people that I asked. I'm like, hey, like, do you, you know, this is where we're parked. Is there any way 
He's like, yeah, I don't know. That's like that's like a two hour round trip to get there and back. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, crap! I didn't realize that. You know, I, that's right. that's a big ask to ask just a stranger right. in the woods. That's where I was just like, I don't even know if I would say yes on that. Like, I would like to think if if I didn't have anything going on, whatever, I would like to think that I would help somebody out in that situation. Yeah, but depending on what we got going on or what's happening, I don't, I, you know, I don't know. Like, I would yeah. like to think of that I would, but I don't know. And so, but that at, with that point, I didn't blame them for saying no. I oh, was I like, well, come on. Yeah, you no, know, like, I absolutely don't hold that against somebody yeah. for saying no. It's a big ask. I mean. Yeah. But so, I mean, but so with our experience, I would say the bus was 35 a person. We tipped them handsomely. Well, what I consider handsomely. Yeah. Like we each gave him 50 bucks. Yeah. So. so he made a hundred. He was a hundred dollars off of a seventy dollar ride. Right. So thirty bucks. I think that's a pretty pretty fair tip. But I mean, tell me I'm wrong. I don't know. Yeah. But uh, it's. I would say fifty bucks per person, probably enough. Maybe not these days. I don't know. I think but, that's funny because here's the other thing that we decided is okay. Let's say both of us had fifty bucks on us, right? Let's say both right. of us even had twenty bucks on us. Well, one of us could have gotten a bus ride. Well, yeah, fair. And then you the know, other one could have. And then you could have went and got us, the vehicle the and then one. came yeah, back. Yeah. So, I mean, so, take take some. You know, I'm not saying take hundreds of dollars, yeah. like I said. But take some yeah. to at least, you know, get you out of a jam or, or whatever. Yeah. Um, but it's, I guess the biggest point is just it's something to think about before you go out there. Like, yeah. take take a look at a map. Take a look at you know, where you're at and maybe at least have an idea in your head where if, if you need to bail for any reason, whether you get injured, whether you just don't like it, whether you just can't go as far as you thought you could, whatever, whatever the reason is, if you need to bail, have somewhat of an overview of what's around you and have a general idea of, well, if things go to shit, we could try to do this. Right. And remember, we talked about this. We didn't bail. We knew our limits. That Right. Yes. Right. Thank you. Yes, that's right. We listened to our bodies. We knew our own limits. We didn't quit. We made the right. smart decision to listen to our bodies. Yes. Right. That's. I need to change the narrative in my head about that because I right. still have like this weird complex yeah, about it. You've got that, you've still got that negative, like, I failed, yeah. whereas you actually succeeded in knowing that you could have died out there if you kept going. Yeah, well, I don't know as though we would have died. I think we just would have been hurting pretty bad, but. Yeah, what uh, if we would have been, uh, we would have been there till Wednesday and we only had till Monday. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> right. So. so, yeah, I mean, in the end, it all worked out good. It makes for a fairly entertaining story if anybody wants to listen to it. Um, and it was a lesson learned. Like, realistically, it was a life lesson. We learned a lot from that experience. Yeah. I don't think either one of us will ever forget it. And, you know. Well, especially, like, I didn't even want to call my wife and say, you know, we're no longer on the trail. We're back. (laughs) You know, I I almost just said, we're getting a hotel for two nights, and we're still going back on Tuesday. I know. We had that discussion, because I was the same way. I'm like, man. We are never going to hear know. the end of this. Nope. Nope. <laughs> so, but uh, we, we, 
you know, like I said, put our tail between our legs and, uh, and, and made those calls and just yeah. said, we'll be home a day early and all that stuff. It was still a good time. You got to see some amazing views and, and things that again, 99% of people on earth never get to see. So that's what I really love doing it for, for a lot of those reasons is just that it's something, I mean, they, a lot of people see stuff that I don't get to see, but just knowing that like, you know, walking along Lake Superior for days on end is just, to me, it's just amazing. I love that lake and, uh, I just keep going back out in the woods because it's, uh, I don't know. Nature is, is awesome. Nature is awesome. It's gorgeous out there. Um, But you know, know know where you're going. I think know where you're going. Yeah, I think that's the big takeaway. Yeah. Know know where you're going Research, and know where you're Research at. your plan. Research your route and and just don't don't just drive to a parking lot and be like, yeah, I can walk right here. Yeah, you know, just yeah, know where you're going. Know where your campsites are. Know where there might be an alternate route from those campsites just in case something goes awry. So yeah. Yeah, I think and that's uh, the gist of it. I think that's the gist of it. And I would the only thing that I'll maybe add on to that, and this this isn't maybe specific to escape route. Um and maybe we should have an episode about like communication devices and things like that. But the the other big thing that Mike and I mm-hmm. do make sure that we do before we go out is we let somebody know, um, generally both of our spouses, but if we didn't have them, I'm sure we would let somebody else know, like, okay, right. This is where we're parking. This is where we should be night one. This is where we should be night two. This is where we should be night three. Right. You know, this is when I'll be able to check back with in with you for sure. Right. And if you don't hear from me by that point, you know, that's this is the route concern. we were taking. This is yeah. the route we were taking. So, you know, so somebody at least knows, like, okay, well, this is where you're supposed to be. So yeah. if something were to happen and you don't check in when you're supposed to check in, well, maybe somebody else can at least alert somebody or start to be concerned at least. Um, yeah. Which again, isn't necessarily have an evacuation plan or an escape route, but it, I think it's kind of adjacent to that. So, well, you know, it, it at least like if for some reason, like the trails we're on are very well groomed, very yeah. well marked. Well, this last one wasn't very well marked, but it was well, it was well, it was, not, it was well, well groomed. Yeah. It's, it, the trails that we have been on are, have been very difficult to get lost. Per se. Well, I guess the one along the beach, but we knew at least the, along the beach. I know, but we what, ended up, the worst case, yeah. you're, you're right along the lake. You're still, I mean, even, still along the lake. Even if we weren't on the trail, the trail, you're not going to get lost lost. Because, yeah. I mean, there's a lake but, on one side. So, <laughs> I'm sure there are trails that are out there that maybe not so well groomed or not so well marked or whatever. You end up taking a left when yeah. you should have taken a right, whatever, or gone straight when you should have taken a right. If you end up lost and not finding your destination, you don't get back to your vehicle on the time you tell your spouse or whoever your contact is that you tell, at least they know where you were supposed to be and they can start a search in those that vicinity. If you somehow, for some reason, don't get back to yeah. a cell signal or anything like that, you know, there is that chance when you go out into the woods and all that, you, I mean... In Michigan, here you find the body of water, you just follow it, and you'll end up by a road somewhere. So, yeah, but I mean, neither one of us for all 50 states. You think that you're going to be on Naked and Afraid, but I mean, we're not survivalists by any means. That's a different (laughs) podcast if you want to learn how to survive out in the woods. But, um, 
<laughs> well, I'm not going to teach you how to. I would not to... do good on that show. Yeah, well, from your couch, you said last time. But, yeah, yeah we're not going to teach you how to survive out in the woods. But, you know, generally speaking, follow yeah. follow a body of water. That's going to lead you to civilization. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, like Mike said, we've been very fortunate. The trails that we are generally on yeah. here in Michigan are pretty well groomed, fairly well to very well marked. So yeah. it is pretty hard to get lost where we have been so far. I am sure we will get to paths yeah. that are not that well marked. And I am sure nationally, I am sure there are plenty of spots that have trails that oh, are yeah. not well marked. So, you know, just keep keep it all in mind. Keep your head about you. Keep your wits about you. Have a bit of a plan. Let somebody know what your plan is. And look, yeah. you know, the big thing is yeah, I, yeah. I really do suggest in one way or another, carry a map with you. Yeah, even if you don't carry a paper map, even if you don't fully know how to read it, I mean, at least if you get to a fork in the road, if you can look at your map and be like, okay, well, this is it shows a fork here, so I should be roughly here, you know. Mike and I I like to take GPS type stuff and all that sort of fun stuff, but um, at least have a cursory understanding of how to read the map at the very least. You don't necessarily need to take a paper map as long as you know that you have a way to charge your device out on the trail. We take screen grabs and save them in our photos. We don't rely on the cell signal or whatever to be able to pull that map back up. We screen grab it while we have signal, and you can just save it right in your photos app or whatever. And you can you can revisit that anytime. So we take multiples, like kind of close up. Yeah. Uh, uh, photos of the trails we're going to be on so we can see, okay, this is here, this is there, whatever. We can take a right here or we could take, you know, whatever. We we yeah. have maps that keep us going. And the app that I, uh, Footpath, I think is what it is. It's a free app. Yeah. It's whatever. It, there's a premium you can pay, but like the free features on it, you can mark out on the trail where you're going. It'll tell you where the elevation gain is going to be, where the, the elevation loss is going to be, and uh, tells you your mileage to a pretty accurate uh, amount based on – it doesn't know your exact campsite, but right around where you're going. Mm-hmm. And we we took screen grabs of that, and that's what we sent to our spouses this past trip. And, like, it was actually – like, they knew, like – this yeah. is how many miles we're going and all that kind of stuff. So, and I mean, realistically, was, um, if I'm giving advice, I, we don't always follow our own advice, but if I'm giving right. advice, I'm saying, take a printed copy, take a paper map yeah. with you. Yeah. Y- you and I, we don't we're We're in areas that we kind of know. We look at the right. maps extensively before we go. You take right. a copy on your digital device. I take a copy on my digital device. So I mean, it would have to go really south for right. for both of us to have our phones die with our battery backup. I mean, a lot would have to go wrong. Yeah, and I, and I agree that could happen. Like if yep. if it gets 100%. real bad, our digital devices could die. We should take a paper copy. Maybe I'll take my own advice next time I go out, but. Uh, I do recommend if you have the ability to take a paper copy, really that's your best bet. Cause that's, yeah, that's, that's, fair. Gonna, that's fair. Yep. You know, so maybe we should follow our own advice, Mike, and, and be better yeah, at I it. Know. But, but I feel like we do enough yeah. redundancy things where it would have to get really bad. And if it got to a point where it was really bad in that way, 
I'm not sure a map would help us. Well, yeah. You know, if it got well, that bad for where we've been anyway. Is you and I basically do what we're doing here to record this podcast. We do the exact same thing when we're planning our trips. But instead of recording, we are talking and we're both looking at maps. We're both looking yep. at surrounding areas, parking lots, campsites. Yep. Like we're, we're doing our research while we're FaceTiming or on the phone or whatever. So we're just constantly just looking into it and we're like both like okay you see this you know and like we're just real timing it making those plans yeah. so yeah if you have somebody that that i mean get together and look at the same device at the same time like go out have a drink or do whatever and, right. and look at the same screen make your plans take your notes do all that stuff do that ahead of time the work i mean one of the worst things you can do is just go out into the woods without a plan and not know where you're going so yeah just get out there and get out there and have fun and but just be smart about it. I think that's kind of been uh one of the the themes of uh every episode. Just <laughs> yeah. get out when get out there but be smart about it. Like yeah. have fun but just 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 don't be dumb. Don't 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 uh make make sure you've got your wits about you and you, you make smart decisions and just you know, stay safe. Yeah. Stay safe. That's the big one. Stay safe yep. and plan for, I don't want to say the worst case scenario, but, but have a plan, have, a, have an escape have route, yeah. you know, figure out where you could go if, if you need to, that, that's the big yeah. takeaway is know where you could go if you need help. So, yeah. um, so on this, this one, I say, we're saying plan for the worst, hope for the best. When it comes to clothes and food, we typically just say, take what is enough. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> so you don't plan for the worst with that. Stuff. Yeah. Right. Because that's heavy. Uh, so yeah. So I mean, I think I think that covers all the bases that I wanted to cover. Did we miss anything yep. that you wanted to cover, Mike? No. I I would say yeah. Just just be safe and have fun. Hopefully, uh, we'll we'll see you on the trails or yep. or not. And if, and if anybody can think of anything that we missed or if you have questions or comments about, you know, how we do anything or if you think that we're doing it wrong and you have a better way to do it, yep. um, you can always reach us on email, seanmikehike at gmail.com. We're on all the socials at seanmikehike. Um, so, yeah. So, I mean, reach out to us and, and tell us if, if you've got a differing opinion. We can always revisit this if we need to or if somebody comes up with a better tip that we didn't think of. So, yeah, um, you know. We'd, we'd love to hear yeah. it if, if yeah, we're I done. I guess one thing, I mean, somebody might, but it could go along with our devices and all that kind of stuff, but like sat phones or GPS like devices, things like yeah, that. Yeah, I figured but, we'll have a whole different thing about, yeah. about communication devices because that's, that's yeah, a whole episode on its own about all, what all the different devices are. But yeah, that's um, fair. So yeah, so. We'll, we'll talk about that in a future episode. But yeah. Right. Um, so yeah, that's all I got, Mike. Um, go take a hike. Yeah, go take a hike, eh? We'll see you in a couple weeks. Yeah. See ya. Screw trekking poles, though, dude. Like, I'm still fired up about that.